Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello, everybody who listens to The Big Interview. You're about to hear a big inside view, which was originally planned for socios, those who've become members of The Big Interview. Socios, we love you. We respect you. We needed you. Thank you. We hope you're enjoying the feed that you get exclusively. There's things to be said about what's happening in the city that I live in, Barcelona, what's happened with Gerard Pique, what's happened with the Spain team, what's happened with Football Club Barcelona, that needed saying, and we felt once that I'd recorded this, that maybe it was something that the widest possible audience should be listening to. Socios, there's a special coming on Leo Messi and his contract um, that's exclusive to you for your subscription. For everybody else, please join us. Having a socio means that we've got greater provision to go and find the right interview targets, to spend money and time traveling, interviewing, and bringing you fresh, new, articulate, original content. Other than that, I hope, although at the moment I doubt, this is the only time I've got to speak about social politics, social situation, freedom of speech, compared to talking to you about sport. We'll see. Listen on. Tell me what you think. suppose the challenge today is to try and communicate something important to you passionately without sounding subjective or biased, without boring you, and while using the P word, politics. You won't hear a lot of that on um, the Big Inside View, I promise you, but how can I ignore the fact that the the city in which I live, the city I love, um, has been invaded by the country I love? Even the use of the word invaded might cause some of you to start back. We haven't had Gerard Piquet on the show yet, but I think it's an achievable goal one day. His English is good, whether it's good enough for a long 40, 45-minute interview, we could only discover. But he's somebody who I I know, and and we have mutual respect. We've been on adventures together, but also um, I know that he likes and respects the work that I do, and I watch him play, and I like and respect, and I'm envious of the work that he does because I think that he's an elite sportsman. PK by no means is everybody's taste, and I fully understand why, uh, nor am I. He's idiosyncratic, he's outspoken, sometimes he's rude, sometimes he's wrong. On the other hand, he's certainly very bright. He believes in the power of freedom of speech, and he showed that this weekend when he voted in an illegal referendum, publicised the fact that he'd done so, but didn't say which way he'd voted. I thought that he was adhering to credos that I think are very important in terms of supporting democracy, supporting freedom of speech, but keeping private maybe something that is ultra-polemic, um, that certainly is meant to be. We have closed ballots so that people can't automatically tell which way you voted, so that voters can't be bullied, things can't be held against them when it becomes clear which, which box you've put your X or your tick in. After PK voted, and even before PK voted, Spain as a state, having declared the referendum illegal, instead of something that I consider, I've used this phrase this week, 
a victory for jurisprudence over prudence. I think that it's wrong of the state to say you can't have a referendum. It wasn't binding. It was never going to be binding. Catalonia is semi-autonomous. It is not autonomous. It is not independent. And if the national constitution, as it does, even though it was written in the time of a dictator, it remains the law. And while defiance of the law in some instances has proven to be important and valuable in the breakdown of apartheid and racism in America in the 60s, the breakdown of apartheid and racism in South Africa, if people hadn't defied existing laws, no social benefits, no change culturally would have occurred and left us with a better but still imperfect situation in South Africa and America. Nobody said it was going to be paradise or perfect once the most brutal, once the most obviously wrong laws were broken down. I take the position in terms of um, Catalan independence of Ada Calau, who is the female mayor of Barcelona. As a Scot living in Catalonia, I'm unconvinced about the need for or the benefits of Catalan independence. I'm open-minded, I'm listening, but I'm not at all convinced that if I was offered a vote in a fully legalised referendum, I'm not at all convinced which way I would vote. What I'm stridently and powerfully in favour of is the right to democracy, the right to self-determination, the right to people to express opinions that are non, non-illegal, that are not, that are not inflammatory, that are not deliberately attempting to damage other people. And I believe that what Catalonia has shown over many years, with millions and millions rallying and asking for independence, asking for their voice to be heard and receiving no dialogue from the central government. I believe we've come to a situation whereby at least I can understand the Catalans around me, whether fellow professionals or neighbours, or a man like Gerard Piquet, who represents others in Football Club Barcelona, who've decided that they would like to have their voices heard. And I think it's worth pointing out as a parenthesis that Piquet retweeted on social media on Sunday a young man who I take to have voted against independence, but I'm assuming, just like everybody assumed about Gerard Piquet's vote, this young man turned up draped in a Spanish flag. Something that would lead you to believe that he probably wasn't attending the referendum to vote yes, but he was amongst many who voted no. There was something like 250,000 who either spoiled their ballot paper or voted no, and there was something like 2.2 million who voted yes. That's a pretty clear margin, but under no circumstances can anybody claim that everybody who was against Catalan independence went to the polls to vote last weekend. Many who oppose it will simply have ignored the referendum because they've held it to be illegal. What PK did, I, I believe, was important because he didn't vote and then hide. He vote and showed that he'd done so. By the time that the state forces had viciously, in my view, criminally beaten, exclusively peaceful people who were either near polling stations or who were trying to vote or who were trying to protect polling stations or who were trying to help somebody who was injured get medical help. I witnessed in my city, as well as then subsequently on television and on social media, how important it has been for people to be able to film something, 
themselves unilaterally and publish it for the world to look at, unedited, unfiltered, and basically true. There's the word. We saw Spanish state police acting as if they'd bottled up their rage on the cruise ship where they were domiciled for a couple of days leading up to Sunday and let their frustration and their aggression burst out without check, without reason, without shame. And this is, I feel that this is my city, the city where my family live. Not only are my principles being attacked when these things happen, I'm willing to stand up and say, I won't accept that. I'll act, I'll speak, I'll put certain things at risk because there are people around Spain, I'm quite certain, who don't want to hear anybody, let alone a vocal outsider speaking about these things. I come back to PK because when PK opposed the game against Las Palmas going ahead, which I believe I'm informed that he, he did, it was as part of a democratic process within the dressing room. I feel very sorry for a friend of mine, Graham Anderson, who I've known all my life, who came over from Scotland. I feel very sorry for a friend of mine, Charlie Allen's brother, who came over from Aberdeen as well, um, to find themselves outside the camp now with gates closed, no information, locked gates, with half an hour to go to kickoff before it even began to filter through from the club that what they decided to do was to play behind closed doors, with the closed doors as the means of protesting. What had gone on was that, as you know now, I think, that the club through the board and the president, Bartomeu, had tried to cancel the game and said, we want support from the league and the federation that given the events in our streets in Barcelona, this game can't go ahead. The league and the federation, I believe, if you are legally minded or clear minded, given that it was a victory for jurisprudence over prudence, given that this was an illegal referendum, the league and the federation, the, the FA, had no choice but to say, we won't support you, we, we, we want to go ahead. They represent everybody across Spain. They represent the referee, they ref represent Las Palmas. They represent um, the clubs who earn money from the televising of La Liga. I fully support the fact that La Liga and the federation did not support Football Club Barcelona in the instance, given what was going on and given the fact that the local police had guaranteed the security of the match. And if I, I listen to myself speak and I wonder sometimes, have I got this wrong? Could it be that my passion for a cause erases the borders of what's right? And in this instance, I've gone over this again and again in my head and I do not believe it to be the case. So therefore I'll state that I think a microcosm of what is right was going on in the Barcelona dressing room. There was freedom of speech and there was a democracy. The majority of the players wanted to play. The majority of the board didn't want the six-point penalty. The majority of the players didn't want the six-point penalty. Three for the Las Palmas game. Three as a further punishment. You or I might think that that was putting the value scale upside down. I know it's the case that there was outright condemnation across Catalonia. I know that many of my my friends and and neighbours who who feel passionately that they've run out of patience having been peaceful and democratic and asked for dialogue over many years, they felt that it was shameful that the game went ahead. I respect their point of view. I can't quite see it that way because it was another product of freedom of speech and democracy. The majority within the club wanted to take that option. Yes, the board represent their members, 
But there wasn't time for an outright poll on the day. It wasn't feasible. Compromise. What a horrible word that is. How pathetic we've made somebody who compromises sound when that's a brutal idea. Compromise helps. Compromise in the right situation avoids violence, avoids hatred. And the compromise, I think, was the right thing. I know I'm in the minority voice, but I think compromise helped on Sunday. What hasn't helped and what I want to say clearly is that the people in power in Spain, Rajoy's party, they're called the PP, have lied about the violence, have tried Trump's tactics of pretending it's fake news when I saw it, you saw it on social media. It, it was not only true, but there were certain officers of the state police who acted in a way that they should be jailed for, drummed out of the force and jailed. They acted, some of them, as if they were in a clockwork orange. Jack boots and big sticks. I'm not having that in the streets of my city. I'm certainly not having it and not speaking out. And when Gerard Piquet broke into tears in the mix zone after the match, Barcelona Las Palmas, I, I was surprised. And I wonder what other emotions are perhaps floating around in his mind because he's been unwavering in his idea that he isn't fighting for independence, that he's fighting for freedom of speech and fighting for a democratic process. And he has consistently refused to say, while earning money from Barcelona, while dressed in a Spain kit, he's consistently refused to say which way he's inclined to vote. And while we know... I think that's respectful. I think that when answering a question about, a coward's question, journalists should say not, what do you say to the people who think that voting in the referendum and playing for Spain are um, impossible to support, that they are um, mutually discriminatory? That journalist should have said, I believe you can't play for Spain because you voted in the referendum. But he didn't. And Piquet answered first to say that he believed that there will be people around Spain who agree with the, uh, the push for democracy and freedom of speech. He said there would be people around Spain who abhorred the scenes of violence that they saw from the state police. And then he, he, he began um, to cry a little bit. And I was surprised about that. But what I liked above anything else wasn't simply the fact that he said, if I'm in the way of the Spain team, if the coach or the federation think that I've become too big a problem, I'll stand aside. Now, whether he needed to say that or not, what I heard was somebody not only asking for freedom of speech, but accepting, like a grown-up, like a mature member of society, that with freedom of speech comes responsibility and can come consequences. And therefore, I respect him still more for what he's done. I don't think right now that if there was a referendum for independence in Catalonia, I would necessarily vote the same way as him. But I think you can trust him when he says that he'll give everything for the Spain jersey. I think the evidence of your eye tells you that he's been doing that for, for the length of his time with Spain, but also throughout the time when he's been booed and jeered because a certain sector of the Spanish public don't like what he says about Real Madrid, don't like his spats with um, Alvaro Arbaloa, don't like the fact that they presume him to be an independista, somebody who wants an independent Catalonia. 
I think they're right that he wants that, but I think they're wrong to boo and jeer him, although he claims that's simply another extension of freedom of speech. By Monday, it's feasible that Puigdemont, whose politics I don't agree with, he's the um, leader of the Catalan government, might unilaterally declare independence. This could have big implications for how I live, how I earn my living, for my family, for you as socios, what you watch in terms of what La Liga is composed of, where Barcelona think they are politically, socially, in sporting terms. I think something very important is going on. And it is evidently clear that the experience I had in 1982 when I first came to Spain, as a very young man, perhaps a young man who could have been more judicious in some of the things he did, I still saw the Guardia Seville in their purest state, only six and a half years after Franco, the dictator, a fascist dictator, um, had died. And when the Guardia Seville were still held to be Agents of the state that almost everybody lived in fear of. I saw them using the same tactics as I saw in this city on Sunday. Indiscriminate beatings, using cattle prods to subdue people. I saw them acting in a way which showed they believed that they owned the communities, that they owned society, and that they were free of normal rules. People feared them normal, decent, law-abiding, articulate people who might have had a different set of politics or a different social view than them, outright feared them. It's for that reason that I look forward with nerves to um, Monday when, if Puigdemont tries to declare Catalan unilateral independence, it's feasible that most of the things I take for granted in the city could change. There could be a stripping away of the semi-autonomous power of Catalonia and Barcelona. The government could seize all the budgets and the tax-raising powers that this um, region or country, call it as you will, holds. There could be a sending in of troops or the same national police who showed how quick they are with their boots and their stab-proof vests and their riot shields and helmets to beat indiscriminately people who are not breaking any law, who are peaceful. And the peaceful nature of this Catalan movement is something to praise and to, to, to point out to people internationally. These have been hands raised, flowers offered, non-retaliatory protests or at least street presences. Um, long may that last and if every type of protest in the world was like that then uh, we'd all be safer well there's the, the strangest big inside view we've done yet here's to Monday and have a good weekend just in preparation hope you do too